The deafening thunder of the storm outside awoke me. My head jolted from my pillow as I looked out the window, catching sight of the torrential storm. There was sweat on my brow and my pillow was soaked. Flashes of lightning illuminated the darkness in my room. The loud rumbling of thunder caused my bed to shake. I got on my feet and rushed to the mirror on the opposite side of the room. Though clouds covered the sky, I could still see my reflection. Grey circles under my green eyes, my chestnut hair moist with sweat. With such weather, Dad and I might finally have a day to rest, I thought, glancing back at the window and into the storm. I lit the candle that sat on my dresser and descended the staircase. Silence lingered, as did the darkness. I expected to hear my parents chattering, but there was nothing. I made my way to the kitchen and saw that it was spotless. There was no bread on the wooden table, no fresh milk in the empty jar. This was rather odd as my mother would always have breakfast ready before Dad and I left for work. Mum! Dad, are you home? I shouted, searching around the house. My attention shifted to the door and I was surprised to see my father's coat hanging behind it. He probably hasn't left yet. Confused. I rushed to their room. The moment I opened the door, I lost my breath. The bed was broken into pieces, the sheets ripped apart and stained with blood. The glass chandelier that once hung over the bed was no more, and shards of its broken glass were scattered across the floor. Mom! Dad! I screamed. But there was no response. I made my way around the house, frantically looking for any signs of what might have happened. But the rest of the place seemed untouched. A sudden knock startled me. I stood still for a while, afraid. After some time, another knock followed, stronger this time. Isaac, open up! Dimitri's muffled voice boomed from the other side. As soon as I turned the knob, he quickly stepped inside, wearing the same charcoal raincoat he had always worn during rainy weather. It looked rugged from overuse. Why didn't you answer the first time? He asked as water dripped from his shoulder-length black hair. Sorry, Dimitri, I just... I think something is very wrong, I said in distress, my chest heaving. I can't find my parents. That Their belongings are still here, but... Dimitri's eyes suddenly stared into the distance while he shook his head. What's the matter? My voice broke at the sound of each word. I... I don't know what's going on anymore. I woke up terrified because of a dream I had during the night. I, then I headed downstairs to see if Mum was awake. But when I got there, nothing. Your parents weren't home also? I feared his response. No. That's why I came here. Thought they'd be at your place, or... You'd probably know where they had gone. I grabbed Dimitri's arm and dragged him to my parents' room. Colour abandoned his face as his blue eyes bulged out of their sockets. This is what I woke up to find, I said. Dimitri paced around with his gaze fixed on the broken bed. And you didn't hear anything? He asked haltingly, furrowing his brow. No, I just woke up and headed to the kitchen like always. But then I noticed they were not home, so I came to their room. We need to find them. 
His hand curled into a fist. A Gormath isn't that big of a place. There's no way they could have gotten far. Whoever did this must be close. My house was located in a far corner on the east side of Agormuth, encircled by tall, luscious pine trees. I had neighbours, but none that lived close enough to have heard a sound or seen a thing. You still have your horses at home? I asked him. I believe they're there, Dimitri answered. I left in such a hurry. I never looked for them. I, I just had to come see you. All right, we'll go to your house then. We should go to the fields and see if our parents are there, or if any of the workers have heard from them. They're all probably trying to save what they can from this storm.